Is this the little girl I carried? Is this the little boy at play? I don't remember growing older. When did they? When did she get to be a beauty? When did he grow to be so tall? Wasn't it yesterday when they were small? Sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset, swiftly flow the days. Siddlings turn overnight to sunflowers, blossoming even as we gaze. Sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset, swiftly fly the years. One season following another, with a happiness and tears. Live from Tel Aviv, two nice Jewish boys. When I was nine years old, my parents took me to see the musical Fiddler on the Roof on stage. Chaim Topol played the role of Tevya, and by then, the year 99, this role of his was already a classic one. I will never forget the immense performance I saw on the stage that day. The might of Topol's role made this a life-changing event for me. Watching him perform, I understood for the first time what drama, tragedy and theater are. Long before Gal Gadot, Topol was the first and only Israeli international superstar. His path to fame started in 1964, when he starred in Kishon's film Salah Shabbati, the first Israeli film to be nominated for an Oscar. And for this role, he received a Golden Globe. From there, his road to the role of Tevye was short. His first portrayal of him was in West End in London, and then in, in the year uh, 1971, in the Norman Jewison Hollywood adaptation. For this role, he also received a Golden Globe and was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor. As he continued performing on stage, he starred in numerous films, including James Bond, and appeared on British prime time television. In recent years, uh, Topol devoted his time to philanthropy, and together with his friend, the late Paul Newman, he established the Jordan River Village, a place where ill children come and forget about all troubles. In 2015, Topol received the Israel Prize for Life Achievements, our country's most luxurious award, and he received it for his special contribution to our state and nation. This podcast is made in cooperation with the Jewish Journal, www.jewishjournal.com. Also in cooperation with Secret Tel Aviv, Israel's largest online social network community in English. Just look for the group on Facebook or visit them at secrettelaviv.com. Subscribe to Two Nice Jewish Boys on iTunes. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to rate us. And of course, we want to hear your feedback. So let us know what you think in the comments or send us a message on Facebook. Hello, Chaim. Hi. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. It's, no. it's our longest introduction. Yeah, it was necessary, ever. though. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I know some of the 
of the things you told us. Yes, <laughs> you're you're familiar. Yeah. So tell us, did you when when you were a kid, did you like steal the show on some uh, school production, some small school production, and you were like, okay, I'll do this for the rest of my life? I was very lucky to have uh, Yemima Chernovich, who was uh, writing uh, a lot of uh, books for children. But she was also my teacher in the, in the garden, the kindergarten. Garden. Yeah. And I didn't know that I know to do something that others don't, but she did. And for some reason, I don't know how, and she picked me up. And the whole year on the kindergarten, any Friday, of course, and every holidays and whatever, whatever came or didn't, I was performing with with others. I mean, not not by myself, but uh, yes. And she she really. Uh, and what how what oh, age was this? Five to six. Five to six. So already at five to six, you were acting. Yeah. And you fell in love with it? Uh, no, I thought that this is normal that children do it. I, I didn't think that it was something special. And then I went to Bezefetach Kimoni. It's I, a religious school. Yes, yes. I was uh, wearing a, a beret, uh-huh. not a tiny uh, keeper. Yes. And the teachers were wearing... Uh, top hats? Top yeah, hats, top, top hats. hats, yes. Okay. We were wearing tzitzit, not outside. I mean, it was uh, in, into your... Uh, uh, so the, the, the strings that hang from the religion, no, no. that's the best way I can uh, yeah. describe it, no, the no, strings no. that hang. No, no, we were, we were wearing it uh, inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, and there I had a teacher who was a writer, I mean, he, an author who wrote uh, children's books. Who was he? Yosef Tzoref. Okay. And he caught me, actually, before he came to the class. He caught me telling my friends in the class a Shalom Aleichem story that I knew from my father, bless his soul. And the name of the story was Topele Tuturitu. Topoletuturitu, it's a well Try saying that five times fast. Yeah, the boy that the story is about him, he couldn't pronounce a K. Instead of a K, he would say a T. Okay. So okay. He, his name was Kopele. Ah, okay. Yeah, but he couldn't say Kopel, so uh, he said Topol. And uh, anyhow, he caught me tell, telling that story. The children around me were laughing, and so it was a funny little story. Since then, whenever a teacher in any of the classes I was missing because I was ill or whatever, I was... I was called, the substitute teacher. The substitute teacher. Right. Go up there and tell... The, for, for an hour, I would tell stories or read stories from Shalom Aleichem. Aha. From Shalom... So your connection to him yeah. was very early. Very early from the... I would say from the age of uh, three that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Of course, all all Jewish household knew Shalom Aleichem, which is for those of you who don't know, he wrote uh, Tivia and his seven daughters. Yeah. Uh, Originally seven. Seven daughters, daughters yeah. uh, which is later become uh, yeah. Fiddler on the Roof. But it seems your connection with him was even absolutely, deeper. absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. So uh, when, when, but but sorry, but but. You were born Topol, right? Yeah. Okay. It's not like you adopted. No, 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 no. You didn't adopt <laughs> no, no. the name. My, my father was born Topol. Because it sounds like such a story where yeah. people here in Israel uh, uh, took surnames for themselves, right? Yeah. It sounds like a story that would make you take the surname. But no, yeah. this was no, your... No, no, no. Okay. That's also amazing, though, by like the, the chance that you would 
you know, your initially name. meet Shalom Aleichem that way, and then well, also it'd be a story with your name. You know, it's the first time that I'm thinking now about it. Uh-huh. I have a feeling that actually my father was an expert on Shalom Aleichem uh-huh. because his name was Topol. Yes. Yeah, and he found the story Topol Tuturitu, and he told his friends Topoletuturitu and so on. And probably, I mean, so... Maybe there is a connection. Maybe, yeah, maybe there is a connection. Yes. Yeah. And, and then you were born in the 30s. You were at Saber. 35, yeah. In Israel. Yeah. So I was wondering, you know, to us, it's like, it's more than a movie. It's, it's a fairy tale, those, this period. It's unimaginable to us here going in Tel Aviv to even... perceived this this period so I was wondering how was that like growing up in the 30s here under the British uh, mandate how was it I mean I was born in Tel Aviv we lived in Florentine neighborhood yeah yes. I mean it was a Shuna yes uh, it's a little stadel yeah, yeah, stadel <laughs> in the south of Tel Aviv uh, actually we belong to the Jaffa municipality absolutely I, I didn't know that we were poor I mean uh, but uh, we lived in one room my mother my father and uh, my two sisters and myself in one room mm-hmm. and it was uh, a one room that was a neighbor the neighbors in the other room in that uh, yeah. same apartment they they were four of them uh-huh. so nine of us in that uh, two room in a two yeah. room. That's amazing. Uh, and the, the kitchen was for both, for those families. And that looked to me very normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't ever frustrating, you know, no. that things were so cramped. No, or... no, it wasn't cramped. And I the mean, bathroom? We were small. I mean. <laughs> and the bathroom is outside? No, the bathroom was inside. Wow. And we had a, a bath and we had... Oh, a, that's... Luxurious. No, 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 no okay. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in Israel then, yes. well, it wasn't Israel, it was Palestine. Right. But in Eretz Israel at that time, there were many people, who, newcomers, who arrived, who arrived to the, I mean, probably, I guess, I don't know exactly the, the numbers, but I guess that when I was born and grew up, I, th- I would say that there were probably between 150 to 200,000. Jews mm-hmm. in, in uh, Palestine. Mm-hmm. But what was life like? It was very simple, right? It was very simple and very uh, modest, very modest, because we didn't have money. I mean, yeah. uh, my father was uh, working in building uh, houses, and my mother was sewing, yeah, mm-hmm. sewing for women, whatever they needed. Yeah, you know, I also, I know from my grandfather, there were periods here where, where people didn't have food. food almost yeah. so yeah, it, I mean, was, it was tough I didn't think then yes. that it's tough I mean it was I thought that's that's life right and sometimes when uh, my father was also in the Haganah in the underground he would be taken to to build what's needed for the underground and, I mean they, he'll get paid for it right. but there wasn't any most of the my, most of my friends were in the same mm-hmm, shape mm-hmm. Uh, I mean and, and sort of living and we were you know, a building of uh, four uh, stories and uh, in every apartment either it was a family of six or seven children or uh, two families and, and so on and so forth anyhow uh, it was a very loving place people from uh, Saloniki uh-huh they, they were the uh, core of that the core of the, of, the, of the because the port in Tel Aviv was built then 
So they came to uh, work there. And then uh, we had people from Bukhara, from, uh, from Germany, from Poland. We all tried to, including my parents, they tried to speak Hebrew. Oh, right. And they didn't, they didn't speak Yiddish only when they didn't want us to, to understand what they are saying. Right. But, and I, I have to point out yes. that there were about, in that little um, neighborhood. Of Florentine. Uh, I mean, there were probably 20 or 25 oh, synagogues. Yeah. And each one of them sang in his singing his melodies and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. All the, all, the, all the varieties of Jewish culture combined and mixed in one place. Absolutely. And there was such a warm, and I mean it, a warm life. We, we hugged each other and we, we, we helped each other. And if there was a bar mitzvah in our synagogue, all of them came by. And I just want to say to our listeners that the irony is that today, Florentine is one of the coolest and trendiest like Williamsburg in New York, it's it's, a, it's going a through very, a gentrification. Yes, for no, for a long time, it's already the the, the gentrification is done there. Mm-hmm. So it's a very rich today. It's very expensive to live there. All the young people want to live there. It's the trendiest place in Tel Aviv. So it's funny how things happened here in the city, right? Uh, but anyhow, at the age of seventeen, I went to a kibbutz right. mm-hmm. uh, to learn how to live in a kibbutz uh, life. And, Did uh, you like it? Very much. What was your job there? What I did was you do? Uh, a fisherman. Ah, <laughs> fishing. And uh, it was lovely because in Geva, you worked from uh, sunrise to sunset. It was a wonderful uh, time. But then you got recruited yeah, after the kibbutz. Then, of course, to the Nahal. Yes. How did you end up performing in the, in the no, army? Well, it takes time. Uh-huh. I mean, I was in a, co- in a commander's course uh-huh. for nine months. And then by the end of the, of the course, when I got my uh, rank, I went and I found the, that they decided that I will go to the military theater. Or yes. so, uh, about six months later, I yeah. appointed to be the commander of the, the uh, yeah. band. So. And uh, that's where I met my uh, dear wife. That mm-hmm. You had the pleasure to meet to meet her. Yes, Galia. We were eighteen and a half, or uh, close to nineteen. Was it love in first sight, or it took time? About four days. Uh-huh. <laughs> it took, uh, took about four days, and then I mean it was quite a, a famous group before we arrived. But when we arrived, uh, we mobilized some good writers. Kishon, Dan Ben Amots, and so on and so forth. To write for you. To write for, for the, us. Yes. Yeah. That sketches. Was, sketches. That was their service in the yeah. reserves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was very successful. Lakata Nachal became a very, very famous. More than famous. I mean, th- those years, this is where <coughs> and when Israeli culture was born. Those are the roots of Israeli culture today. I it's think. true. I mean, I mean, me, our songs really uh, ran in the in the radio and the people. And, yeah, and uh, we had uh, Uri Zohar and uh, the Chama Hendel, and, Nomi Shemer. And, uh, Nomi Shemer. I mean, really very talented people mm-hmm. that worked there. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about my col- colleagues. Yes. And uh, and, and now the Leaka is actually a sort of institution. I mean, many Israeli artists go through the army band. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, not only in ours, not only in the Machal, there was the north, the northern yeah. uh, command, uh, command yeah. and the, the, the southern command. And the Each command, commander of, uh, of, uh, of an area wanted his own band. Yeah, but, but the Nachal was the... Was really that an Israeli invention? Or we took it from no, the British? No, no, we took it from the British. Uh-huh. But w- was it big, in the, meaning people in the British military bands, would they go on afterwards to have careers in the industry? Sure. Yeah? Sure. Because here it seems like every artist I hear of started out as, you know, a singer or a, or player. Or yeah. a player in the, in the, the army band. There was a time. There was a time. I don't think so. I Today a little know, bit less, the, although yeah. it's coming back. But, yeah. but the, then for 30 years or so it was, it was mm-hmm. the case. Yeah. And, and then, so... When I hear people talk about their service in the military band, they say it influenced them deeply. Did it influence you deeply, that, that period of time? Did it ch- change your life? Did it affect you? Of course. I mean, They we would were... send you to the front. Yeah. I mean, not, not only to the front. I mean, uh, we went to uh, places where there were eight soldiers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Outposts, like distant Absolutely. outposts. Absolutely, and we would uh, climb there and uh, then uh, get them uh, to smile. And obviously in, in the wars, every few years we had a war, and uh, between the wars and, and so on and so forth, there were times that we performed four or five times a day. Either it was a place where there were eight or ten or fifteen soldiers, and sometimes I feel we were a thousand, and we never, in, in my time, We never used microphones. Mm-hmm. I mean, we screamed. Wow. We screamed. When I finished my service in the, in the Nahal, I had a, a neck wider than my head. That's <laughs> 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 amazing. Was it, ne- was it never an operational hazard? I mean, you're in the middle of a war zone and you're screaming. I mean, maybe you're going to... Reveal you, you, your position? You, or, you, uh, no, not only that, <laughs> but I'll tell you that I, I remember it was in the Sinai uh, campaign. Yes, 56. 56. Sinai war. Yeah. It started, I came out of the army on the 2nd of October. Mm-hmm. Galia, I asked her if she would like to marry me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, What'd she, she say? She said, good idea. <laughs> and uh, I went to my kibbutz. Yes. David, I was a member of a kibbutz. And I said, uh, what's the next wedding that we'll have in the, the kibbutz? Usually it's one or two or three together to, yes. s- to save money. <laughs> and uh, he said, on the 23rd of October. This said, month? Yeah. He said, really? In three weeks? He said, yes. He said, is it all right if uh, Galia and I will get married as well on, the, on that date? He said, what do you mean? <laughs> you save us. I mean, we have, a, we have a program now for the, for the, for the, uh, the, the, the entertainment. And we have, thank, thank They don't need to pay for an, yeah, another... Yeah, yeah. And uh, I called her, I called Galia, and I said, uh, Galia, we can uh, get married in three weeks if you, on the 23rd. She, then she came. But the funniest thing was that three days after the wedding, mm-hmm. two days after the wedding, a jeep came in to the kibbutz, And said, uh, "Hi, put together a, a team. Yes, uh, uh, we need to prepare for action." And Galia and I went back to 
to the army because of the the war the Sinai war yeah I mean we didn't know that it's mm -hmm. going to be a Sinai he said that we need you and blah, blah, blah. we're yeah. putting the band back together yeah mm -hmm. and then on the 29th the war started right I you mean, saw it from very closely the war sure we were there I mean we were there for the for the forces I mean we entertained, entertained the forces before they went and then I remember that uh, we went deep to the Sinai. Mm -hmm. Then I remember uh, we came to uh, a place. We came to a place, Atur. Mm -hmm. The commander said, oh, wonderful. You are here? I said, yes. Well, how many do you have? He said, well, I mean, we can't... Uh, we can't do it uh, out, uh, outdoors mm -hmm. because it's too dangerous because they are still around the... Uh, snipers. Snipers and so on. But there is a room, quite a big room, that we can, uh, we can uh, do it there. I mean, about uh, 60 people or, or 50 people will... Uh, you know. So uh, let's do it in groups. I mean, one group will be in there and the rest will... Uh, protect uh -huh. and uh, so we started uh, and they were all very uh, clothes that were were really uh, filthy with from after five days of, uh, of fighting, fighting and so on yes so in the desert <laughs> in the desert and we we go one group and they, they laugh and everything is fine and then another group comes in and they laugh and oh, 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 oh. they sing with us and they know all the songs and and the third one and the fourth one and uh, and it was already uh, five o'clock in the afternoon we started uh, i mean we gave them each 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 group for about an hour or so uh, and uh, then they said, "Well, we have only one more, and so and then uh, you you will be off." Uh -huh. And uh, so the the fifth one, Ignace, uh, uh, gets in, and we are uh, starting and singing, and uh, we see that they are uh, quite tired, and they're not. Uh, they thought, "Well, I mean, uh, it's the end of the day, and they are probably." Uh, and and, we and it's we, war. And we we, we sing we sing one song and they don't. And I said, "Come on, no nothing." And uh, then we t tell a joke and another joke and a very famous joke that I mean I mean they all they're always uh, on the floor when they, when they said nothing. And then I look, and the commander says, "Okay, okay, we, we teased you. I mean these are." These are... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Prisoners? Huh? Prisoners? They didn't even understand you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, Batheim, I want to I wanna jump forward, okay. if I may, because uh, there are so many yeah. things we want to talk about. Um, so, uh, just briefly, what happens next, more or less? You, you go out, you act in some uh, films, but then... Uh, the same Kishon with which you worked in the military and who was by then a great writer, satirical writer, uh, he does his debut film, Salah Shabbati, which is based on sketches that he wrote for you in, 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 the, in the band. In the band, yeah, yes. in, the, in the military he band. He decides to adapt it into a feature no, film. No, and then, no, no, and then... Take we, the mic to you, please. We, we reacted... We uh, 
uh, why, well, then all my friends in the band joined my kibbutz. Right. And in that kibbutz, we started a theater, satirical theater, the Green Onion. And in the Green Onion, uh, we did in every, uh, we did about five different shows. And uh, in, in four of them, we did a sketch of uh, Salah Shabbati and so on and so on. Right. And then uh, Kishon and I uh, decided to do uh, Salah. I mean, he wrote it and directed it. I played it and we both were uh, the producers. There was no film industry back then yeah. in Israel. True. We were also lucky that the material that mm-hmm. we filmed, we were very knowledge with it right an experience with, with yes it and so because on. you because tested it yeah we, live. we we had it in the nachal and we had it in the green onion yeah the characters, so the characters the jokes yeah. the situations and, and the, the the it's as if i i rehearsed it for 800 performances uh-huh. uh, before i uh, and it's a very uh healthy thing to do but did you imagine it will have such a success That it would be so big worldwide, right? We did because we experienced the doubts. When, when Kishon brought the Salah to, to, uh, to the Nahal, uh-huh. to the uh, military uh, group, I said, Kishon, this is a serious uh, material. I mean, it's, it's really theater. I mean, it, we, we can't... Uh, waste the, 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 the time of soldiers with serious stuff. We, we need to, f- to make them laugh. I mean, and Kishon said, Chaim, you are a schmuck. I mean, they laugh. I mean, so. Because, let's explain to the audience, this is the story of a Mizrahi Jew coming from a completely different culture yeah. to Israel yeah. and, uh, and absorbed by the Ashkenazi community here in Israel. And it's about... No, 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 no. Clash no, of no, cultures. No, 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 whatever right I Was mean it? they all didn't have at that time the kibbutzim mm-hmm. in, in, uh, the kibbutzim I remember the, the arguments in the kibbutz in our kibbutz to take people to work for us that's a, a sin mm-hmm. not because uh, we don't want to, to because they are foreigners because we are not going to Uh, to, um, to employ people to work for us. Yeah, the kibbutz is all about being self-sustainable. You don't take advantage of people, yeah. weak people who only came mm-hmm. here. I mean, you have to work. I mean, the, 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 the whole Torah of the kibbutz that you have to work. You, sure. you make what you have. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And, and it was, it, was it weird for you, though, playing... Uh, I mean, you didn't feel that, that, uh, that uh, c- contrast when you were playing a, someone who was from a different culture, you know... Uh, Iraqi descent yeah well that that's a, a job of, of an actor yeah. I mean you you go I mean if, when I did the one in the army mm-hmm. the, the sketch in the army I went to a Marbara and I sat there for for a, for a week mm-hmm. and, uh, and I this is where I got also the name Salah you were how old when you played that role 27 and you play a 50 year old there yeah, yeah. That was, that was a very interesting experience. 
And I have to say that you mentioned that it was nominated for the Oscar. Yes, the, the, the first Israeli movie to be nominated yeah, for an Oscar. And we got the Golden Globe Awards. And anyhow, all it, kinds it was of awards. Gold, yes. oh, by the way, not only it's the first film to be, no, it's the only Israeli film, yeah, as of yet, to be nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, which is amazing. But anyhow, mm-hmm. I thanks to Salah, mm-hmm. I got the Fiddler. Mm-hmm. How, Tevye, so, how so? The Tevya. Because uh, they saw it, in the, it ran for about uh, 10 months in New York. Mm-hmm. The film, Salah. The film, Salah, yes. And uh, also they heard about it in the, in the, you know, with the Oscar and so on and so forth. And they were looking for the old man from uh, Tel Aviv, maybe. Uh, this, this is the one who said, who played Salah. Maybe he can do that. And they asked me to come for an audition in uh, London. How did they, they call you? One day you get a phone call, come yeah. to London? Yeah. And how did you react to that phone call? My, did you understand that no. this is a life-changing event for you? No, I thought, I actually thought that they heard that I played it also in Israel. Uh-huh. I played uh, Fiddler yes. in Israel. Yes. With Rodensky, who was the best. Tevye. Uh, Tevye. Suddenly, after two weeks, he got uh, problems with the throat. Uh-huh. Uh, so I uh, came in. I, I, in 24 hours, I studied and I, I did the, and I was. This in, was in Hebrew. In this Hebrew, one? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then I shared with him. He did four times a week, and I did four times a week. And I was sure that someone <laughs> saw me doing it. And I felt terrible, you know, for, for Rodensky. I thought, I thought that Rodensky, I mean, is the one who really deserves it because uh, uh, it was really wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when I came to uh, London, uh, they said to me, uh, what part did you play in the... In Salah. In Salah. And I said, uh, Salah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said... I was then 30, 32 or something like that, 30. And he said, uh, not the son? You didn't play the son? I said, no, no, I played the old man. And they looked at me and said, okay, go on stage. And uh, I was very lucky because before I came, I studied in English the uh, songs. And uh, usually, you know, you, you go on stage in, a, in an audition uh, after the first uh, minute, they said thank you very much. Don't call us; we'll call you. And uh, and uh, they let me. They let me sing the whole of uh, f- which song? If I were a rich man, mm-hmm. which is about uh, five minutes and uh, ten seconds. Yes. And uh, about. Yeah. About five minutes no, and no, ten seconds. No, no. For, it's, <laughs> yes. always, it's always. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, they said. Uh, could you hear another song from Fiddler? And I see, I see the, the agent who, who uh, brought me in and took me, in, and he said, "Big grin on his face." He, he didn't believe. He didn't believe that. And I sang another song and another song and another song, and finally they they said to me, "How how many times did you see the show?" And I said, "I said it. Uh, I I saw it uh, twice with Zero Mostel." in New York. Mm-hmm. 
I saw it uh, in uh, Tel Aviv with uh, Rodensky and Bomba. And that, that for, from, singing, from seeing them on stage, you can uh, see four songs and you know all the positions on the, on the stage. And, uh, I said, no, well, I played it now for about uh, 45 times. And so I said, where did you play it? I said, in Tel Aviv. I just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then... And you got it. Yeah, I got it. So when you got that role, did you have to move to London? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, with my, fam- with my family. But then the war, the six-day war started. Mm-hmm. And I, I left the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran to, to Israel. To help to help how often would the show go up in london i mean once a week twice a week are you joking no eight times a week what eight you? times a week <laughs> <laughs> once every day sometimes twice, twice. Well, wednesday yeah. and, th- and uh, saturday not eight days a week twice so yeah now i mean you, i guess you were already used to that from tel aviv or at tel aviv maybe it wasn't that frequency sure. but that gets yeah, that gets yeah, tiring yeah. how do you how do you uh, embody a role eight times a week, time after time after time. And that's why uh, you you have to train and to do yeah. it, and uh, that's why not everybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder, Chaim, if you see yourself after all these years of playing Tuvia, and you played him again in the in the film. Do you see yourself in Tuvia or Tuvia in yourself in any way as you look back on that role? I believe that some uh, some things in the in the character I took from my father, mm-hmm. which obviously they are probably in me as well. But I didn't mean to take it from me. I meant to take it from uh, my father. Yes. And uh, many things, many th- small things. I mean, but uh, I mean his reactions of of things. Uh, when he's angry, when he's happy, when he's... Uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, definitely from my father, bless his soul. Right. But a lot, I must say, a lot from Rodensky, a lot uh-huh. from uh, other other colleagues, and from Salah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Falah, Salah, at Salah, uh, I taught myself to, to close muscles, to be old. Not because uh, at 32 you are in your uh, best. Yes. And you have to... Did you hear it, Eitan? You have still time to be at your mm-hmm. best. Yeah. Yeah. We're 28. Ah, so. 28. <laughs> Children. Maybe, uh, Chaim, yeah. if we can ask you... Yeah, ask me. Um, about Paul Newman. Paul Newman? How did you get to know him? Paul Newman... I met him first when he was doing the film here, Exodus. But uh, then I started the variety here in, uh, in Israel. And then I became, uh, you know what the variety Yes, a non-profit for, for children. Yeah. And then I became a representative of, uh, of world uh, uh, variety, mm-hmm. ambassador. And then I met uh, Paul in, in various uh, places in, uh, in New York and in other places. And then he said, come, I, I want you to see the, uh, what I'm doing. Uh, anyhow, he has a, a... A project that he did. A project that he did, that he built. Mm-hmm. He, what he, did you see there? What, what he, was the what project? I mean, the project was a, a, a camp. I mean, I don't like to say the word camp. I don't like the word. Right. Uh, uh, 
that's why we don't call it a camp in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, camp is uh, yes. something from Europe. And he said, well, do you think that you would like to build one like that in Israel? I said, I would, but I have to ask really people who are experts and, uh, and they have to guide us. And when I came back to Israel, I went and gathered the three uh, directors of, of the children's hospitals that we have. And I said, well, well what do you think? And I told them what uh, they do. And, and I said, do you think that there is room for it here? And they said, well, there is room for four uh, places like that, because we have uh, a lot of children suffering from all kinds of illnesses. Then uh, we decided to go for it. Paul Newman uh, helped with finance. Yeah. yeah. He donated he, he money. Himself. He himself. Himself, yeah. He himself, I think it was a million or And uh, still, I mean, we are, we are uh, supported by every year we get some... From his funds, from, from his, his... funds, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. But uh, I have to say that most of the money is from here, from people here, mm-hmm. and very generous people. Tell us a little bit about the, the village. Well, the village is uh, to have children who suffer from... I mean, in the, in the U.S., it's, a, it's usually uh, cancer and diabetes. And we decided to go for more. Because, A, we can't afford ourselves to run a village like that for 12 weeks just for the summer, mm-hmm. which most of the uh, Americans uh, do. With the doctors that we, we have, we went and decided to, uh, we are going now for 25 different uh, illnesses. Mm-hmm. Children who suffer from bad, bad illnesses, they come and we bring for every session that uh, is devoted to a special uh, disease disease or whatever mm-hmm. uh, we bring special doctors mm-hmm. for for that illness mm-hmm. and nurses to look the, over them they have to do to be doctors and nurses mm-hmm. who know exactly what to do at every moment uh, and so on we we, we, we learned it and uh, they, they taught us the doctors but the place is like a paradise for for the kids right it has everything a kid, Absolutely. A mean, kid can uh, dream of Well, I mean, from uh-huh. beautiful swimming pool that you can go in on your chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the, we have a, a climbing wall. The most important thing that I can tell you is that all the doctors and most of the nurses uh, are volunteers. Uh-huh. The doctors come for a week or for four days or three days, depends on the, on the illness. And so are... Uh, many, I mean, about 500 people or 600 people a year come and uh, work uh, as volunteers. And uh, now we are, as I said, we are uh, hosting about uh, between 1,700 to, uh, to 2,000 a, a year. That's beautiful. No, I have to, I have to point out yes. that it's for everybody in Israel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be Druze, can, uh, Druze and Jews Bedouin. and Bedouins and uh, Muslims and Christians. Hasidic and, Jews. Yeah, yeah, Hasidic Settlers. Jews. Settlers. So with such a, a long career of, of successes and amazing endeavors that you just talked about, one of them, do you look back and have any, any regret or any regrets? Is there one thing? Or? Why? Why? <laughs> I just wonder. <laughs> no, I don't. 
Nothing? No. I mean, of course, I read little things that I did and I said, yeah. schmuck. Was there ever maybe a role that you, uh, that you really wanted, that you tried to go for and you, you couldn't? I got whatever I want. I <laughs> that's, that's pretty I, good. I can't complain. It's not bad. I, I mean, I, I got even things that I didn't want, and I surprised. Why didn't I want it? And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, no, I can't. I can't complain really. I mean, from Othello to uh, I mean, from Othello in Britain, not uh -huh. Othello here. Uh -huh. Othello in Britain. I mean, uh, on a stage that that with Shakespearean uh, English. Yeah, yeah, with Shakespearean English. That's right. To James Bond and Salah yeah, and yeah, Arvin. I mean, it's a. I mean, I, I really can't complain, and I have now offers. I mean, which I think. I mean, at eighty-two. I mean, shall I go now and do? Uh, you, you sh please do. Okay, I please will. do. If you, you ask, know, if you ask me, I'll win. You know, please. Uh, we expect it. Okay, I the will. next, the next James Bond. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Chaim. It was a pleasure. Um, before we go, we'll just say uh, that we have uh, a cooperation with the Jewish Journal of Greater Los Angeles. It's a great Jewish uh, news uh, website and a journal. Uh, in Los Angeles, and also we're cooperating with uh, Secret Tel Aviv, which is a Facebook group of 140,000 people here in Israel who like Tel Aviv, and it's a cool place to stay in touch in what's going on here. Chaim, can I just uh, yes, interrupt and say course. that would you ask your uh, listeners yes. to look at the internet yes. for uh, the Jordan River Village? Yes. And if you were uh, uh, feel you know a pressure in your pocket uh-huh i mean empty it a little bit and send it to us yes guys you can contribute and 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 and, we'll uh, put a link and donate you can donate to the jordan uh, river uh, village. village we'll put a link and please it's a great cause so please do it uh here we go we said it and we'll put a link to it um best of health to you please do some more roles because we're we want to see okay. you on the big if screen if you ask if you ask <laughs> and uh, Eitan thanks see you guys next week bye